the cannons finally fire. Avondale play poorly and still score five. The Wheel of Misfortune sort of claims its first victim and Will drops $30 on food over the weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode seven of the Semi-Pro Potty. Olé! G'day everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Semi-Pro Potty. I'm your host, William Chambers. Every week I'm joined by my best mate, Branson Gibson. How are you this week? I'm doing pretty well, thanks Will. How are you, mate? Very good. Very chirpy today, I like it. I like Very... the g'day. Yeah, I mean, it's informal. I feel like this is informal, and it should Ooh. be informal. Ooh. So, you know. Ooh. And Australian. Yeah, informal and Australian. Great. Um, Excellent. A lot of stuff to get into this week. Yes. My God. Many games, many scenes, much drama. Yes. But first... Upsets. Cup sets. Well, not cup sets, but no. just upsets. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into the games um, in more detail, let's talk about what we're wearing. Kiss bag. Exactly. It. Branson, what have you got on, mate? Well, I actually have, for the first time, we're getting into the NPL Vic theme with the kit bag section. I'm actually wearing a green gully... 2019 kit. Bloody hell. So you're a... Uh, what, what position do you play? Uh, oof, I would probably say... Probably left midfield, oh, I reckon. Okay, I would say deep bench at this deep, stage. Like oh, they'd no, have to have some pretty actually, terrible that's injury actually, That's run. actually a lot more accurate. You know? <laughs> there, there you go, probably. Yes. Uh, so it's their home kit. Uh, very kindly lent to me by Green Gully. It's a fantastic green, which is great. Favourite colour. Uh... And the thing that I reckon I like the most about a green kit with white stripes... Yeah. Classic. Very but, good. But they've mixed it up a bit. Rather than just being green with, you know, block white stripes, they've got these funky little green pinstripes within the white stripes, which I just think adds another element. Makes yeah. it more than just a boring green and white stripey kit. I think it's really good. Yeah, so Shout if you're listening gully. to this... <laughs> yes, at, yes. ...at us on Twitter. Um, no, you're right. It's really nice. And I think it's, like, it's one of those ones where I really like it, where it actually, like, the stripes stop to allow for the sponsorship space mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it doesn't look, like, broken and, and terrible. So, great kit. Um, look... We'll go into it in more detail. We went out there this week and yep. they were really lovely and had, had a great time with us. And, you know, really grateful for them for you know lending us a kit and giving us the time of day to be able to tell them a little bit more about their club. Yes, fantastic. What are you wearing, old mate? I've got a non-NPL kit. Uh, yes, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, good. Um, I like how now we're categorising our jersey <laughs> collections in terms of non-NPL and yep. NPL. Yep. Um, I'm wearing a 2017-18 Yokohama F Marinos kit from the J-League. I like it. Japan represent. And that, can I just say, it is a fantastic kit. Yeah. What would you describe it as? So it's like, their sort of colours are sort of predominantly blue and black with a bit of red and white. Yeah. It's like your sort of your secondary colours. But the blue and black is not just like a standard pattern. It's sort of like this weird, um, you know in art class where they used to be like, draw some lines of paint all, and then run yeah. a stick across it so that it creates like a smear? Yeah, no, it almost looks like a funky zigzag, almost, yeah. like, almost like a tear kind of thing, almost camo look. Yeah. But I like it. It is really good. Um, and I got it when my current view of the world is that Australia does not do enough to endear itself to Asia in terms of football. Yeah, you know, we don't have enough relationships there and everything in Asia to be like, hey, cool, we're part of Asia as a footballing thing. So you're fixing that with your Yokohama so, kit. Fixing that, and I'm also... <laughs> it was probably the big one where, you know, Ange Postacoglu 
went to manage over that, there. Was, in, that, was that the same year that yeah, he, that he, was the, his first year? Yeah, so season? that was the reason why I got it, because I was like, I want to celebrate the fact that I think more Australians should be applying their trade in Asia, particularly in a coaching yep. coaching mantle, because yep. we'll learn a lot from them, we'll bring all of those those stuff back. And like Many Angela's schools of thoughts, yep. Great person, great sort of manager and personality. So and turns out a great that. kit. Excellent kit. And also, I think their one this year is very lovely as well. Yeah, might be. It is. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did you show no, me a photo, sorry. actually? Can confirm it is, yeah, is lovely. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> We're on the same page here. We are on the same page. And speaking of pages, page one of the book of round six of the NPL Victoria. That was a nice segue. Yeah. Uh, that was brilliant. Um, Green Gully 2, Avondale 5. Well, I was going to say, I like how you said page one and we skipped straight to, like, the fifth fixture of the week. But it is. Oh yeah. But it is. It, w- it was our prediction for match of the round last and week. It by was, golly gosh, did it deliver? It was a fascinating feature. So obviously, it was the only matchup, or not obviously, but it was the only matchup of the two of two top six teams last week. Uh, Avondale taking on Green Gully, hitting the road. Avondale's first game against a top six club yep. this year, and they came out five two winners. It was interesting. We actually went to the game. It took Avondale more than three minutes to score this week. I think they'd got early goals in back-to-back games. But the goal that they did score came from an absolute classic. My, I, this I is reckon, an NPL favourite of mine. This is yeah. this is just a flat-out favourite of mine. Yeah. Uh, the indirect free kick. Yeah. Very rarely seen in the footballing world, but it was great. So what happened was there was a shot... Saved by the keeper, and it was sort of bouncing well, rebounds about. Out. Yeah, bouncing about. Fell to a defender who tapped it back to the goalkeeper so who grabbed is, it. Yeah, this is my thing. I don't like. It's a weird one because it's not technically a back pass, but it is going away from the goal. It hits the defender's foot, and like it's probably goal bound if the reckon, keeper doesn't pick it up. I reckon hundred percent a back pass. Hundred yeah. percent. I reckon that is not called. Often enough. I mean, can we rename it instead of so we've got a law around back pass and back shit first touch? Yeah. Because I feel like that's probably more what <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, it, but I, I definitely reckon the defender knew what he was doing. Anyway, yeah. so he the ball went back to the keeper, indirect free kick from the top of the oh, six yard. Yeah, box. it's like six yards out. It's yeah. so close. And so then you've got all 11 Grand Gully players <laughs> on the line, and Sakaya was, you know, over the ball for Avondale, and he was sort of flinching, trying to get, you know, Grand Gully to run, and they don't know when he's going to pass it up. Anyway, he ended up team Liam Boland up, who smashed it home. Yeah, through a sea of legs. Yes, yep, gave Avenel the lead. Green Gully responded pretty well, I thought, actually. They actually tied it up just after the half-hour mark. Uh, Andy Brennan redirected a long-range shot, so I think it was Alex Evan had a long-range shot, and it sort of... I don't know if he knew a lot about it, but he just sort of... The deflection, redirect. Yeah, hard, it's hard to tell if Alex Salmon's shot was on target. Like, you can kind of assume yeah. most Alex Salmon shots this year have been on target, yeah, so it probably was, but it re- did take a hefty deflection. Yeah, well, the deflection, redirection, whatever we want to call it, uh, completely, ro- bleh, completely wrong-footed Avondale keeper Chris Oldfield, uh, and it found the back of the net. Yeah, and, and it was up until that point, it was a very even game, like... End to end, exciting football, yep. expansive football, yep. lots of extremely um, windy. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm not sure if that's a common thing for Green Gully because it's like it is up on a little bit of a plateau there, but mm. it's yeah, it was pretty windy. Like yep. you, you could kick a ball up in the air and it would just stop dead. I think it was like every goal kick from one side, they would just bomb it long and the wind would blow it out for a goal kick at the other end. It was, yeah. it was just yeah, comical. Yeah. You go, this is crazy. Uh 
So we're one one. We're one one. One one. Yeah. yeah. So Gully actually equalised, and they look like pushing on and going ahead and taking the lead. Amadale, of course, hadn't trailed, still hadn't trailed at any stage in any game. Looked at risk a little bit there, but Amadale, to their credit, defence held firm, and they answered with two goals of their own. I think Boland uh, converted a penalty. Zinni was brought down in the box. He converted that. And then Sakai got his toe on the end of a uh, just a loose ball. I think yeah. Zinni had a shot. It was sort of bubbling around, and Sakai just yeah. got his toe on that. And then sort of out of nowhere, Avondale, like they can, whack on a couple of goals. 3-1 yeah, at, at half-time. It wasn't an even first half, but it was... Three one at half time definitely doesn't reflect, I think, how close the game was in the half time, and that would no. just be a that would be a pretty demoralising thing to have played well and go in the sheds three one down. Yeah, well, and to Gully's credit, again, they came out in the second half and they responded really well. I mean, Avondale had a two goal lead, you know, most dangerous lead in football, whether or not they they sat back or whatever, but the intent from Green Gully mm. was definitely there. And then they were rewarded pretty early on in the second half. They pegged another goal back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Matthew Fletcher. That's who it was. Uh, pegged one back for the Cavaliers. What was that? That was 3-2. 3-2. 3-2, three, 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 two, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Trying to keep a track of it all in my head here. Well, uh, that was the thing, though. It was like a very sort of seesawing game where it, you could have read it as, you know, Avondale go, you know, it's 1-1, one, one, then Avondale go 5-1 up, and then Green Gully yeah. get a consolation. Well, but it wasn't. It was quite yeah, a seesawing no, effect. Well, well, it was 3-2, and Gully again, after, you know, getting within one, kept pushing again. Mm. And I'll be honest, we've watched, or I've watched and we've watched a few Avondale games this season, and they looked vulnerable. Yeah. They didn't quite look great. It was probably the first time, except for maybe the Port Melbourne game, which was a bit nothing, Watching them going, I'm not... They get out of all, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, I reckon Green Gully are going to equalise. Uh, but it absolutely turns out I was uh, wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. So 3-2. And again, to Avondale's credit, they responded in the best po- possible way. The defence held strong to preserve that one goal lead. Oldfield made a couple of good saves. And then Yusuf Ahmed scored a, a great counter-attacking goal, out-muscled a couple of defenders, made it 4-2. And then Zinni capped off a man-of-the-match performance. I think he was involved in every goal, in like yeah, setting up yeah, every was... goal up to that. Got one of his own really late. And 5-2. Yeah, it's it was a really interesting one where I think everyone sort of walked away, you know, being in the stands and sort of talking to a lot of the Green Gully um, supporters, like walked away being like... We didn't get battered, but you walk away feeling like you got battered. It was yeah. a really, it was a really weird one. But look, I was well. The first two goals were an indirect free kick and a penalty. Yeah, so that's, uh, there was that's... some pretty. I, I remember there was some pretty questionable goalkeeping decision making throughout this game. Those... From, is it Tyson, Jared Tyson for? Um, yes, for Green Gully. Yeah, Adas if it's wrong. <laughs> pretty sure it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, just but... again, you know, he seems to be hot and cold, and it's just one of those ones where I thought. The game was close, but the scoreline wasn't. But then yeah, walking away... That's true. The game the game was closer. And, and even the the two late goals came, I think, in like the 79th and the 88th minute. Mm. So it only really blew out to 5-2 yeah. late. But the thing that I found really interesting was after the game, I heard Avondale's coach say... like, you who, know, is, to, who is their coach? Oh, you... Uh, Zoran... I can't pronounce his last oh, name. Okay, that's really, fine. Really so I've been, I've been, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's Zoran Markovsky. I think I've pronounced it right, but I definitely... Say it with confidence and you're not saying it with confidence. Oh, um, I call him Zoki. Okay. Everyone calls him Zoki. Oh, okay, so. that's fair. Well, Zoki. No, that's great. Yeah, um, um, I've been really impressed with how quickly he's got Avondale up and running. You know, and yeah, where I was in the game, I was sort of staying near that 
Neither part of the field. Yeah. And just, you know, I think I, I was quite impressed by how sort of actually professional that sort of yeah. coach's bench looked. Well, and, and everyone was happy afterwards. And yeah. Well, after the game, he said, you know, like, oh, he, was, he was talking to the boys and he said, you know, oh, well, we didn't quite, you know, play up to our standard. It's like, oh, gee whiz, if they won 5-2 and they didn't quite play up to their standard, you know, when they're on song... Yeah, what could, could it be? be? I mean, that's sort of probably dangerous. a point of motivation. But one thing I took out of it was all of the Avondale players actually hung around. I'm not sure if this is a common thing, but they hung around after the game, didn't go straight into the sheds, sat out on the pitch, did some cool-down stretches and everything, rehydrated. Yeah. yeah, but they were all like, you know, as you would be laughing and making jokes with each other. And that, that playing group looked really tight yeah, um, totally. earlier on the season. So totally I, that's why I sort of wanted to call out their coaching there and just be like, I think there's some really good sort of team management going on there to, to make them all sing from the same hymn book. Love it. Well, and anyway, so the result means Amadale still on top and they're still yet to trail at any stage in any game this season. Bloody hell. As well. So that keeps on uh, that keeps on going. But anyway, next game. Pasco Vale, South Melbourne. Will, tell me about it. Pasco Vale 2, South Melbourne nil. Um... We were talking about it last week, and uh, someone other than Davy Vanship yeah, might they yeah. score for Pasco Vale? Um, and yes, there yeah. was um, that. Someone out. was uh, Hatsumarides. Yep, uh, who scored? Um, it was a, a shocking oh, ball yeah. out from mm. Alistair Bray. It was a nice little bit of goalkeeping. How? Yeah, straight um, from the goal kick, completely just like five minutes, uh, five meters either side of him. Space took a touch, um, kicked it straight to him. Yep. Yeah, it was a shocker. Um, so great content for everyone to watch. Yeah. Love it. Um, uh, the game was kind of devoid of anything other than that goalkeeping hell and a terrible red card. Yeah, an off the ball one. I kind, yeah. of, I kind of sort of saw it. The camera sort of camera hits. sort of catches it. So, and we'll talk about it later on. Credit to the referees for saying it. it's a difficult one to spot. It's behind play. But it was um, Vasilios Constantinides. Uh, mm-hmm. um, shame on. Shame on. Ball's sort of about to be played in from a wide area. He has just absolutely turned around and punched someone in the stomach. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't really see it on the footage, but you can see him sort of wind up. Yeah, so it, you see it, the wind it, up. It gets and a little bit a, behind yeah. it. Yeah, and it's um, it's pretty bad. Um, I think one of the... One of the players immediately sort of ushered to the referee. Referee stopped play. Uh, it was Nick Feely, I believe it is, the oh, goalkeeper. Yeah, the, yeah, the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper was running out and yeah. rightfully so. A bit of push and shove. He, he could have potentially been sent off as well. He, a little bit of art. Could have. But didn't, his reaction did not compare to the yeah. to the incident. So the yellow card was probably and, an and this is a thing. So equal balance. But referees, good job. Red yeah. card for the challenge. I'm not sure if there's going to be any sort of like post-match thing, but it's probably one of those ones where you're like, eh, it's probably more than a three-match ban. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're physically assaulting someone behind play, you know, that's, yeah. that's like a, a thing that needs to probably be stamped out. Or definitely needs to be stamped out. Um, and then, so that was um, South Melbourne down to 10 men. Um, Pasco Vale were a goal up at this stage, and the game kind of just sort of followed on its trajectory. Um, weirdly, South Melbourne, though, like, kind of had the better chances... Yeah, but it was a strange game where, as much as they had the better chances, um, they didn't really. Uh, I kind of felt like Pasco Vale were comfortable with that mm-hmm. to the point where they were like, "Okay, cool, let's just keep our structure, keep our like, uh, keep on top of this lead, and see where we go to with it." Um, for Pasco Vale, Davy Vanship actually had a really nice shot on target. It was a 
a long ball that was played into him. Great first touch. Um, takes it on, smacks it across the goalkeeper, hits the upright and bounces out. So yeah. that would have pretty early on and put pretty, it as 2-0. That's pretty snazzy. Look, Pasco Vale looked comfortable despite South Melbourne creating chances. Yep. South Melbourne probably could have got a couple of points out of this. Yep. Uh, well, not a couple of points, probably a point. Yes. Uh, probably not three. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was a late goal, I think it was like a 90th minute there or thereabouts, from Philippe Bernabeu Madrid, which, as a name... That's fantastic. Like, Bernabeu Madrid. Yeah. Like, is he a I'm with person you. or a stadium? Is this the what's-your-name stadium segment? <laughs> yeah. Put him in there. That's so good. And I saw that, and I'm like, that is great. Ben, More... It's a bit of a, a bit of in Madrid, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's the fantastic. Real... Yeah, it's yeah. Real Stadium. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I wonder good. if his so I wonder if his middle name is like Philippe Real Bernabeu Madrid. Could be amazing. <laughs> it's what probably it not. <laughs> anyway, so good win for Pasco Val. Good win for Pasco Val. I think they're going to be around the same point in the table later on. Yep. Um, so winning against people who are going to be at the same point in the table is always a good win. So. Not a great game of football, overshadowed by that terrible challenge that wasn't a challenge, it was assault. Um, interesting to see what comes out of that one and whether or not there's a bigger ban. Um, but next game that we're going to talk about, Branson, Melbourne Knights 3, Port Melbourne 2. Bit of a cracker. Uh, it was. A bit of a good game. Definitely a good game. Uh, Melbourne started off the better of the two sides, I thought, came out early. I mean, Melbourne. That's a difficult well, one because they're both Melbourne okay, so Knights. Well, okay, well, for this, we'll call Port. <laughs> okay, and we'll say the Knights. All right, so the Knights started off the better of the two teams. Uh, Gian Albano got the Knights on the board early. Well-deserved Ellie goal. Bit of individual brilliance here. Oh, Went for a ding, galloping... Ding, ding galloping run down the touchline. Then he sort of drove back in to the box, a couple of cutbacks, left a couple of defenders in his way and then finished off the near post. And he went, ooh, that was a bit, uh, that was a bit lovely. Uh, Port Melbourne did respond quite quickly, had an equaliser hit the back of the net, but of course ruled out for offside. Oh, drama. Very sad. So still 1-0 Melbourne Knights. Uh, they doubled the advantage, Marian Zvitkovic. Doubled the Knights' lead. Uh, he probably shouldn't get all the credit for that goal. It was actually Uzcock who unleashed some dazzling footwork. A Left... bit of leg candy, nice. Oh, very, a lot of leg candy early on <laughs> in this game. He I just, I don't know, dazzling footwork. I don't know how else to describe yeah. it. it lovely. Uh, left a couple of defenders in his way. Got some space, had a shot, partially blocked. And then Zvitkovic was just sort of right place, right time. Able to poke it home. 2-0 Melbourne, uh, sorry, 2-0 to the Knights going into the break. Uh, and then Port Melbourne staged a couple of little bit of comebacks, sort of very similar to Green Gully where they got a goal back, but then the Melbourne Knights responded and they got a goal back. But yeah, anyway, so getting into it, um, Port Melbourne did respond well in the second half. And they it have was, started second halves well. I've noticed yeah, well, that, come that out they of, come, come out, out of the really well. Yeah. Yeah. And well, Kamal Ibrahim, I think it was a half-time sub. He came off the bench and then... Uh, tucked home a lovely shot from a cutback, two yeah, one. Uh, but then, classic coach killer. The Knights answered back literally almost immediately, mm. like w- within a minute or two minutes, like super, super quick. Albano scored his second, restored the two goal lead. And I mean, when you get a goal to you know two nil down, you get one back. And you saw, all right, here we go, boys. Like we're in Lit, this, and then and then yeah. almost straight away you concede again. So you're down by two. It's sort of like I mean that really kind of kind of kills the run. Uh, the 
To their credit, the Sharks didn't give up. Uh, Finn Beekhurst uh, brought the visitors back within a goal, but in the end, that was as close as they would get. Melbourne Knights 3-2. It's so weird. I keep saying it every week. Port Melbourne, I think, play well. They play well, and they just... They're just not getting results. So, well, like, the two goals that Green Gully gave up early were maybe a bit unlucky. You know, a couple of goalkeeper mistakes. The sorry, two, Green Gully, what? The two goals oh, that, yes, that Green Gully yes, gave up, you sorry. know, came... Sorry. Uh, came, I was, like, confused there for a second. <laughs> uh, came from, like, you know, a couple of goalkeeping defensive mistakes. The two goals that Port Melbourne gave up early came from, like, some pretty spectacular, well-deserved play from the Knights. And it's... It's very much kind of like you look at that and you go, oh, okay, could we have defended a little bit better? Yeah, probably, but at the same time, the Knights did really well. You've so sometimes got to put your hand up and just be like, yeah, we've been beaten I, I, rec- I, I reckon their biggest gripe would be conceding so quickly after getting yeah. back within one. Yeah. But. Um, and look, that's a pretty nice segue into conceding so quickly because about halfway through this next match, there was just bedlam in terms of yes. goals. Yeah, um, yeah. So, Dandong Thunder 2, Bentley Greens 2. I had a look at this one, and it was, yeah, you know, like, first half we could gloss over pretty quickly. So, look, there was an early goal from Brody Taylor for Bentley. Uh, nothing too notable. Ryan Scott, a um, couple of great saves for Bentley Greens. He's quite a good keeper, Ryan Scott. Yeah, so, you know... Bentley Green, you know, it was a pretty quiet game until about the 75th minute. So, Bentley Green's 1-0 up at this stage. Yeah. Um, in, what, still 1-0 up in the 75th minute? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, Dandenong yeah. Thunder, uh, not a powerhouse. Bentley Green's pretty good this year. Yep. So far. Totally agree. An so, accurate statement. Yeah. And so, this game's ticking along nicely as per the script for about <laughs> 75 minutes. And then Brandon Barnes pops up for a goal for Dan and on Thunder with an absolute cracker. It's just laces through it from 20 yards. Like, keeper moves quickly. Keeper could get to it, but it's hit so well that he's just not going to get a useful hand to it. So it just rifles into the back of the net. So that's 1-1 at that stage. Then about three minutes later, um, Dover scores for Dan and on Kieran Dover. Scenes. Just absolute scene. So they've gone from 1-0 down in a game that's kind of ticking along yep. nicely two to 2-1 up. up at home. In not a lot of time. Yeah, not a lot of time. And you're going like, whoa, hey, here we go. This is on. Crowd's going ballistic. And then like a minute later, Mitrovic for Bentley Green scores to take it to 2-2. Um, and it was just this weird seesaw battle that you could definitely spread across a half if you wanted. Like you could make yep. a really interesting game of football by spreading those three goals across, like, 45 minutes, but they just jammed them in yeah. five. Yeah. And it was just ridiculous. Um, then, very late on, very late on for Dan Nong Thunder, Carvello's running into the box from the left wing and just breezes past the defenders. Um, puts a really nice ball into a dangerous area. There's a bit of a goal line scramble. Again, good save um, by Brody Taylor. He made a number of good saves in this game. Yep. But the ball lobs back out. At head height, oh, middle yeah. of the six-yard yep. line. Yep. And I don't remember who it was. I think it was maybe Gallo. I think it was Gallo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think it was Gallo has just got this free header of a metre either side of him free. Ball is lobbing and he puts it over the bar. And it's mm. like, this is about the 88th minute, I reckon. And so Daniel Thunder really, really could have got three points here at home against a very good side. Yeah, and it would have been a completely different kettle of fish, but we're not surprised. Not entirely, no, because we in what? our in our wheel of misfortune segment yeah. last week yeah. did actually say that Bentley Greens would lose. Yes, to 
Dandenong Thunder, and, and we and then by, thought by, that was a silly and by where, by where you mean the random the random, random, the, random the random picker <laughs> picked Bentley to lose, and we're like, oh, amazing! I do. almost had it. So we'll give uh, we'll give the random generator, we'll give him a draw, we'll give him one it, point. It, yeah, it one could point. have it could have definitely been three points to Dandenong Thunder. So um, that was, was almost almost a big surprise result. Almost a big surprise result. And then there was... Was a big surprise yes, result, Brad. Yes, there was. Talk o- to us about Oakley. Clean your ears, everyone. Oakley 2, Heidelberg 1. Amazing. Oakley getting their first win of the season How's against that? Heidelberg. Again, a good team who's yeah. in form. Yeah. I mean, we had we had a look at it last week and we said, oh, geez, Oakley in a bit of trouble, two tough fixtures. You know, yeah. they play Heidelberg and Bentley, but, oh, gee, imagine if they could get, you know, a, a point or even a win against one of those teams. Could it really reignite their season? Bloody they got a win hell. against Heidelberg. So they really came out firing. The cannons were firing oh, early, uh, like straight that. out of the box. Straight out of the box, three very, three very early corners, and it just sort of signaled the intent. I reckon they yep. came in. It's like, all right, guys, we're on. Um, the game sort of floated. It was really open at the start. Then the middle was absolutely not open, and then it was really open again at the end. So yeah, okay. At the end of the first open stage, uh, Oakley opened the scoring. Uh, Joe guessed. Driving run, drew out the keeper, uh, looked like he was having a shot, so he sort of uh, driving into the box, drew out the keeper, sort of tapped it around him, looked like he was having a shot, but White was there to tap it home, so it kind of looked like, I don't know if he was... the keeper like a fake? Well, no, so, so he was sort of driving, he brought the keeper out, mm. so he's, you know, going towards the byline, keeper comes out, and it looks like he cuts it back. Oh, so yeah. it's it's hard to tell if he was trying to shoot or if he or if he was cutting it back to mm. what his teammate. Uh, so hard to tell. But oh, my, my argument is always the celebration. If they celebrate it, uh, yes. as if they intended it, then it's intentional. Yeah. So he drew the keeper off the line. The cut back across ended up going to White one nil Oakley. Uh, the game really sort of. Uh, Slowed down a little bit there. Oakley looked a lot more solid, a lot more organised mm-hmm. than they had in previous games. Yeah. And then, much like numerous other games we've had this week, it exploded into life. There was five minutes of bananas action. So, I like bananas action as banana- a term. I Great. love saying bananas. Yeah. Anyway, I love eating bananas as well. Yeah, good for you. Everyone, Plenty have bananas. a banana today. Yep. You know, have some fruit. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it exploded into life. So... Noon was brought down in the box. Shouts for a penalty, but nothing doing. Uh, Oakley had a great chance to score almost immediately on the counter-attack from the no-penalty shout. And it was a classic, how did the ball not go in? So it was a great run by Guest, again, uh, driving to the box. And this is the the sequence of events here. So drives (laughs) into the box, shot, save, off the post, rolls across the goal line... Hits a defender <laughs> and then rolls back to the keeper. So he sort of had a shot saved off the post, rolling across the goal line, hits a defender who I don't think. No, know. like he's standing on the line and it's kind of like. Well, he's, well, he's sort of he's seen the shot. He's sort of running anyway, and he's, <laughs> so he, it sort of hits him. And I'm not convinced he knew too much about it, but it absolutely very easily could have hit the defender and gone in. Uh, ended up rolling back across the goal line to the keeper who, cla- who, who, who claimed it very, very thankfully. Uh, no back pass in this instant. Anyway, how did that not go in? Heidelberg counter attack straight away, straight from the ensuing, you know, kick out. 
shot blocked, shouts for handball in the penalty area, Grant. Penalty area again. Uh, referee says, no way, I'm not having any of that. Heidelberg uh, say, don't... Oh, sorry, the attacker says, don't worry about that, lads. We don't need the pen. I've got this. Unleashes a scorcher from the corner of the box, and it flew right on in. Might have taken a deflection. I'm not too sure. It was Ruben Way who said, don't worry, lads, I've got this. We don't need a penalty. I'm going to score a banger because yeah, we're, we're Heidelberg and, and we love bangers. you've got to put your laces through it. Um, yep. You don't... If you don't try, you don't score. Yeah, and it's the classic, well, he hit the ball hard and see what happens. And the commentators seem to think it took a deflection. I'm not too sure. Mm. The goalkeeper looked a little bit wrong-footed, but that might have just been because he wasn't expecting... A cracking shot. Yes, which is which is what ended up coming. Uh, so one all, and then two minutes after that, Oakley retake the lead. Another long ball and counter-attack. Uh, some neat dribbling by uh, uh, from White for Oakley. Couple of cutbacks, sells a couple of defenders the candy... Beats his defender. His shot is saved, but then the ball loops over to Guest, who heads home into an empty net. And 2-1 Oakley. Heidelberg almost responded immediately again, but they didn't. Uh, after the break, the probably the biggest talking point, there was a brief moment when Heidelberg had 12 men on the field. Player... Oh, that's the first time we've seen that this year. Yep, so yeah, player nice. hurt, goes down, yep. injured. Uh, trainer comes on, he gets treatment, so he's taken off, off to the, the side. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Hodelberg make a sub. They sub the guy who's being treated off. He doesn't ah, okay. He doesn't realise he's been subbed off, so the extra player comes on, and then about two minutes later, the guy who was getting treatment goes, yep, great, I'm right, and runs back onto the field. How long did he... Well, about oh, mate, five seconds. Refer- oh, refer- yeah, okay, good. He came very on. He came came on. When I said brief, I did mean very brief. Okay, but cool. you just said uh, twelve men on the field. You go, ah, oh, Heidelberg, you tricksters. Maybe twelve men on the field might have helped them because they didn't score. Uh, theater Imagine if they did score within five seconds of having a man advantage. Yeah, well, that would be quite were, impressive. Well, there were a couple of great saves by Theodoridis, the Heidelberg goalkeeper, mm-hmm. who to to keep them in it, only down by a goal. Uh, but for Oakley, I think it was Zorich and Epifano both hit the post and then Guest missed an absolute sitter that yeah, rebounded off that, the yeah. post. Uh, and really, Oakley, in the end, should have should have won by more. I yeah, mean, it looked like a really, um, a really good performance by them. There's been mounting pressure on them. We've yeah. sort of spoken about it, and I think it, it, this was destined to go a bad way, and yeah. they absolutely reversed it. it so w- well done. It almost went bad at the end. There was a, a late goal line scramble, but Honos... Uh, recovered well, and he's been a little bit iffy for yeah. Oakley. So, yeah. but hopefully, as far as perfect go, injection of confidence, absolutely there, yeah. great, great win for them. Um, first win of the season lifts them off the bottom of the table as well, and could really, really reignite their campaign. Yeah. Win against Heidelberg, reigning champions. It's not how you start the season, Branson. No. It's how you finish it. No, exactly. Uh, a ship doesn't come into port when it sets sail. Right. Good. Yeah. Is that a thing, or did you make that one up? Made that one up yeah, right good. now. Yeah, kind of Does works. it show? Yeah. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, I'll does. pay it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. good. Um, excellent. Uh, next, next game. game. Uh, we've got Kingston City 1, Altona Magic 2. Actually, Brand, you had to look at this one as well. I did. Uh, Kingston City also having a little bit of a revival. They... Yeah, Yaconis uh, got an early one in this he one, did. didn't he? He did. Uh, lovely goal. Outmuscled a few defenders. I do like that, just sort of... Kind of said, get out of my way, boys. Mm. I'm going through on goal. Mm. Uh, got away a good shot from the top of the box. 1-0 Kingston City. 
they looked pretty good up to this stage, and even after scoring, they looked good. Um, great start from them. You know, obviously chasing their second win of the season. <coughs> oh, gee, sorry. Jeepers creepers. It's all right. Are you all right, mate? I am all right. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Branson is fine. <laughs> I am all right. Um, yeah, so Kingston up 1-0. Uh, after the break, though, they were reduced to 10 men. Uh, Aaron Yalas, I think I think that's Say it with confidence, mate. Uh, the people will add us if we Aaron, get it wrong. Aaron Yalas uh, was sent off for a second yellow card. Uh, I think it's the what second game in two second game in a row they've been reduced to ten men. I think Kingston were reduced to ten against South Melbourne. Yes, yes, they definitely yes, were. They were. So second game in a row, um, and when that happens, you just put yourself behind the eight ball. They were able to hold on against South Melbourne. They were not able to hold on against the Magic. Took yeah. a little bit of time, but Altona eventually capitalised. Uh, James McGeary and Mikel Hammond. Uh, both scored for Altona yeah. after the sending off, 72nd minute, 78th minute, uh, there or thereabouts. And Altona secured the points. Uh, good result for the Magic. They jump back into the top six, uh, but a bit of a missed opportunity yeah. for Kingston. I'm uh, mean, looking up... just another one of just teams not winning at home. Yeah, and when you're struggling, or yeah, exactly, exactly. And when the going's tough, the, the going's tough, you know. Yeah. So they lost, uh, lost having been up at home and then reduced to 10 men again. Couldn't hold on. Yeah. Anyway, last game of the round, Will. Hume City versus Dandenong City. Yes. Oh, uh, the Dandy Boys, that's all right. I'll we'll save us from this one. Yeah, um, good. Look, this was a... It's a weird one because I don't want to feel bad for not talking about Hume in this one, but the only reason, and I apologise, Hume in advance. Well, Hume, the reason, Hume, were, Hume were good. Hume were good, but, like, Dandenong City was so not good that it was kind of like it was just a training pitch kind of exercise for them. So, look, Hume City 5, Dandenong City 1. Um, it was a bloodbath of goals. Um, it was a really good performance from Hume City. There were acres of space in the midfield. Yeah, like, I'm gonna... just talking, like, you could definitely have a tea and a biscuit in that yeah, space. Yeah. Um, and then there was acres of space in behind for the early stages. Um, what I really liked out of it was, you know, there was five different goal scorers for Hume, though, you know? There was not there was sort of like goals were coming from everywhere of the park. It was really quite good to watch. Um, yeah, true. Very good. Very good call. I think probably the pick of the bunch was Bradley Blumenthal's goal before half time. Twenty yards out, curls it around the defender and the goalkeeper. Top right, just a textbook, picture book, beautiful goal. Very nice. Absolutely loved it. Um, but look, it was four 0 at half time, and uh, Hume would have just gone into the sheds and just said, "Let's just keep it tight. Um, let's not." You know, let's well, not really, overexert ourselves in the second really, half. Really, let's be honest. Four 0 half time. It's it's game over. Yeah, like it, like it, it is. Yeah, um, it isn't, but it is. Yeah, and then there was a penalty for Dandenong City, sort of late-ish in the second half. Pegged one back. But yeah, then pegged gave one back and, and then gave it away. Gave it away. Yeah. You know, there was just a ball that was played into the back post, and there was just an acres of space, yeah. and it just kind of nodded home. Um, I believe the last goal was from Wilson, um, but yeah, it was look. I like, it was a boring game, if I'm honest with you. I'm not the kind of person who loves a 5-0 drubbing, 5-1 drubbing or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, I'm the kind of person who likes a good tight affair, good tussle. And Hume City were always in control of this game, were never out of control of this game. Daniel City were never in this game. They didn't look like getting into this game. And, um, and yeah. Dandenong City, another heavy loss. Yeah. Season drop, back to the bottom of the table. Yeah. And one thing that I reckon will be concerning for them 
is their goal difference. As yeah, well. totally. Minus 10. And as a Fulham fan, Fulham, <laughs> no, Fulham lost a whole bunch of games early this Premier League season. They got shellacked. goals, yes. And our goal difference straight off the bat was yeah. always, always a lot worse than yeah. the teams around us. So, you know, Dan and Ong City, their goal difference is, is at that stage where it's so big where it may as well be another point. And yeah. that, it's hard to make up. That could, that could hurt them. And there's not, like, a very clear bottom of the table at this stage. You know, Oakley, Oakley are, like, sort of pushing... Oh, okay, sorry. So, yeah, no, but that, that's the thing. So, like, they're, the, they're kind of at risk of falling into their own zone mm. where, you know, there's a good, for the next rest of the season, six to nine point difference between the bottom. And, like, that's the danger zone they don't want to be in. If there's other people around them at the same sort of, like, yep. points mark, and that's okay, but it's if they're there on their own, that's really problematic. And, again, they're not too cut off. I mean they're only a point behind Port Melbourne and Oakley. So yeah. they're not they're not I'm expecting down there, but, uh, yeah. but they're six goals behind those yeah. two teams. I'm expecting so, Port Melbourne to get way better throughout the season. I'm not concerned yeah. about them. Oakley Cannons, we've seen a bit of life from them now and yeah, Kingston City we've seen some life and South Melbourne will be mid table, I think we can safely agree. So I'm concerned about Dan and though because I do think they've got the potential to see that gap just extend and extend and then they just get left there on their own um, and that would be a really hard way to dig yeah. out in the second half but, of the season. You know, they're still at that stage where they could potentially pull it back but we'll see. We will see and we will see you in part two because that is end of part one which is the preview section. Part two, a little bit more of the fun segments area. See you after this break. G'day for part two. Welcome back to the informal, as dictated by the word g'day, part of the podcast. Excellent. Excellent. We use g'day at the start as well, though. I know. It's a great word. Use it as much as I want. Yeah, um, good. Get around it. Until we get a, until we get a producer, I am just going to get away with whatever I want. Part two. Yeah, Fun part segments. Two. Segments, everything. Everything about football that we like and we want to discuss. Um, We're going to get... This one rolling with what I reckon really is your favourite segment, mate. Yeah, it is. The $15 meal challenge. $15 meal challenge is back. We uh, ventured out to a couple of games this week, Green Gully and Southern United, so you actually have a double dipping of $15 meal mm. challenge. Reconnaissance, would you say? I would Feedback, call it reconnaissance. Review, I, would call it, I would call it investigative journalism. Ooh. Al Jazeera, if you're listening. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. You you've, you've done the NRA. It's now yep. time to do the NPL Victoria Ooh. food investigation. Nice. Yeah, Could love happen. it. Um, yeah, well, it's been a bit of a break because I have not been to games for a while. And, you know, I've sort of been watching on the on the telly. So it's been good to get out. Yep. Um, Where'd you go? Okay, so Green Gully, Saturday afternoon fixture. Yep. It was a weird bit of weather on Saturday. It was yep. like rainy and cold in the morning and then yeah. like quite sunny and uh, warm. I and did like, put sunscreen on yeah, in the I other. didn't put sunscreen on. I and then like we got death. very windblown. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, very windblown, but Doesn't I affect was, your eating, mate. I know, and I was suitably blown away by the oh. choices on offer yeah brilliant good um so sunny afternoon bit warm mm-hmm. i was like do you know what i'm i'm gonna do this what i have? went steak roll yep so that's probably like the big ticket item on the menu yep so steak roll and a corona yep with lime yep 14 bucks 
Okay, all right, that's not bad. That's so change. What, what, what was yeah, true? What was yep. the price breakdown? How much was the steak roll? Ooh, uh, steak roll I believe was eight dollars. Okay, and to be honest with you, um, you know the the far shining light, the shining light of food so far is definitely um, is definitely Daniel City's roast pork. Mm-hmm. Roll. That's no, that, that is so far ahead at the well, moment. Well, how did the steak roll compare? Was it good? Steak roll was Quality? nice. So it was like it was a white bread roll, which yep. was pretty standard mm-hmm. with you know fillet steak, cooked. Um, it wasn't sitting in a bain or yeah, 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 sashimi steak. Yeah. Um, no, so it was. Not sitting in a bain marie for like nine hours. It was made to order. That's yep. what you want. Great. Um, just a good bit of lettuce, tomato, cheese, bit of onion. Nothing too fancy, but it was delicious and it was very satisfying. It's probably more food than I needed. Um, what would you give it out of ten? I'd give it a solid six point five. Okay, cool. Like so, good, good, but not amazing. Yeah, good but not amazing. Right. Um, but I was very happy with that. And to be honest, and with the, pairing with the Corona in yeah, a nice can, hot afternoon. If you can always fit a beer in, definite advantage. Yep, definite advantage. So that was the first one, Green Gully. Very, very happy with that. Satisfied. Very happy. Yep. Um, good. Southern United, which were play, they were playing away. Home but away, yes. Yeah, they were playing. Oh, yes, they were, they had a home fixture. At the, is it the State Football Park or yeah, something? Yeah, State up Football Centre. Yeah, in Thorn Thornbury on Darabin Road. Darabin Road. Road State that's Football the one. Complex. Yeah, right near where Northcote City play. Um, yeah, probably more pitches than I've seen. Many <laughs> pitches. Like Big ten space. pitches. That's great. Get out there. It's very cool. Um, this is probably the best value fifteen dollar meal challenge I think we're going to get this year. Okay. Yep. So the quality was low, but. For mine, they're things that are inherently low quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a. It's it's hard to stand out from this, but ruddy hell for fourteen dollars fifty. Yep. I have got chips, two yep. dim sims. Yep. Two potato cakes. Yep. And a Cooper's pale ale. So Cooper's green. Yeah. So that's a really yeah. good beer. Yeah. yeah. And you're getting quite yeah quite like, a bit. Everything was beige. It was essentially... It was a beige banquet. Yep, good. And I didn't feel... A beige feel, fried banquet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel the freshest human being afterwards, but you cannot argue with value. $14.50. Got, that's a lot of quantity, yes. Yeah. Um, so... But not not necessarily something super meals nah, in there, which nah. may be a little bit annoying. Like, so uh, out of the two... Which would you prefer? Steak roll and Corona. Yeah, 100%. I felt great after. And does steak roll and Corona does not compare with... Dandenong City still absolutely out in front with the roast yep. pork roll. All right. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm stoked with it. Um, $15 meal challenge. I'm probably going to be going to uh, Avondale versus the uh, Melbourne, Melbourne Knights, Knights this yes. weekend. So looking forward to another one. Another $15 meal challenge segment. Obviously, we'll put pictures of the meals up on our Instagram yep. and Twitter throughout the week. Yep, of course. So you can check out what was on offer. Now, the probably most common but least favourite segment Branson how did yes. Southern United go uh, whoo, uh, let's say as far as the scoreboard goes yeah, which uh, is no, what defines most games of football yeah, yeah. Well, as far as the scoreboard goes uh, not well they, yeah. uh, they, they, they lost 12 nil. oh which is a bit of a thumping and we actually went and watched them first, we time, first time we got to go see Southern Our United team. in action yes the semi-pro body our favourite Favourite team. Uh, great looking kit, by the way. Yeah, good kit. Oh, yeah. the dark blue and then it sort of got white Faded and stripes pink, that go yeah. into gradients. Excellent. And the away kit's very good. White yeah. base with pink and dark blue, sort of funky centre stripes. Funky mentioned twice in the podcast yep. now. Yep. Go on, my son, you're on a yep. hattie. Well, they have some <laughs> great 
fantastic pink socks as well. Great to see him in action. Pink socks, that was what stood out. Pink socks. More clubs do pink socks. So it was good to go watch them. Uh, Love their spirit. Mm. Great intensity. So, Mm. like, the whole time, I mean, they lost 12-0. That's not... Alamein were on another level, though. Like, all of their players were bigger. Yeah, sorry. All of their players were, like, you know, they looked fitter and bigger and everything. Well, they they definitely seem to be you know, a golfing class. And mm-hmm. Alamein, they looked big. They also looked a lot older. Southern United seem to have a lot more younger players yeah. as well. Uh, so maybe, you know, as as they grow up, as they develop, you know, Southern will hopefully, hopefully become more competitive. Mm. And hopefully as the season goes along, will be more competitive. Um, but what I think I liked the most was, you know, despite the scoreline, and let's be honest, they've already had a few drubbings this season, uh, just the team spirit. I know you yeah. don't necessarily get points for that, but the team spirit and just the great intensity. So, you know, they would concede, but, you know, they wouldn't drop their heads too much. You know, yeah, there's plenty, 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 yeah. plenty of chatter, plenty of players saying, hey, girls, let's go. Let's pick it up. Let's keep trying. You know, let's tighten yeah. it up. You know, let's all that sort of stuff. And it was good to see, and you know there was some promising some signs. Great signs Prom- there. We're, it's our team. We'll get behind them. We think yep. they're fine. Yep. We think they are just making everyone think that they are a shoe in for the first half of the season, yep. and then they're going to turn it up a notch. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. Great to go to. I think we also ended up uh, in the background on a couple of. Uh, we were uh, on, on the on telly. A live stream. Yeah, which we'll is great. Put a, we'll put a clip up on the yeah. uh, on Instagram this yeah. week as well a of cu- us being absolute morons yeah. in camera. A couple of balls did come our way. We yeah. both. Got to touch a ball that came over the fence or the one I touched, you know, to be... It wasn't on camera. I think mine was. Yeah, the one that I touched didn't come over the fence. I leant over the fence as far as I could so I could touch it and went... Yeah, so we're now part of football. We we started this podcast to be part of football and I think we are now. Anyway, so better luck next week for Southern United. Now, what do we like, Branson, out of this week? Well, mine's a little bit of an interesting one. So, going back to last week... Well, sorry, hang on. This week, what I liked was that we got to see a few upsets, which is interesting, because last yes. week, last week I said what I liked was the fact that all the top six teams won. Yeah. So, last week I was like, you know, I, I like that the top six won. It sort of showed uh, who the strong sides were, I guess. Uh, the top six, it gave us a good sense of, like, who was legit, mm-hmm. um, who was a serious contender this year. Yeah this season so that's what I liked last week and then this week almost got the exact opposite mm-hmm. of that I mean it was sort of like a few results where you go you know Oakley beating Heidelberg and you go holy cow you go didn't see that one coming you know and even Dan and Ong Thunder Bentley Greens mm. didn't see that one coming either Dan and Ong Thunder I don't think anyone saw that coming other than the spinner yeah, other than literally our podcast that definitely saw that coming well, well <laughs> but even then when we saw it coming we glossed over it we didn't yeah we, we looked at that and went that's ridiculous this yeah. segment's gonna die yeah, so next just, week <laughs> so I just like that you know there were a few few different results and that's and that's what's great about football and yeah. it's what great and what is great about the NPL is anyone can beat anyone and you know mm-hmm. all these fixtures are super exciting so obviously Oakley, Dandenong, Thunder were probably the two the two standout results in terms of upsets I don't think there were mm. oh Pascoval winning someone other than then Skip scoring you know maybe yeah. that's a bit of a surprise there it shows but... It shows there's a lot of room for belief and you don't you don't tighten up your boots with laces you tighten them up with belief 
And right. what? <laughs> what? You've thrown a couple of these out there. I'm not sure if all of them are sticking, but keep throwing them out. Keep throwing them out. No, it, um, look, the sentiment of it is is that you can rock up to a game week after being drummed the week before and having a lot of pressure mounted on you, and you can just get your head in the in the zone for that 90 minutes, and you can yeah. get points. Yeah, exactly. So I just I just like that we did get to see a few upsets, and you know it helps keep helps keep everything tight. Yeah. No, you don't. Gaps, we don't no now massive look, gaps yeah. in the table. We don't now look at a fixture and go like, mm, "That's a boring fixture," because we know literally anything could happen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I like that. How about you, mate? What did you like? Uh, two things. Yep. I very much liked the where we're at a sport where we really d- dislike referees because we just don't talk about the good that they do and we talk about the bad. I don't w- get enough love in my opinion. No, and it's a bloody hard job. Absolutely, um, hundred hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the refereeing in the South Melbourne Pasco Vale incident, I yep. thought was very good. So mainly because it's the whole refereeing team that I think came to sort of that thing. Like yep. it's a behind play incident. Mm-hmm. It's a very serious incident. Yep. There's a player reaction in there yep. that is very serious as well. Yep. Um, so the fact that they sort of calmed the game down, pulled all the players aside, there was... By the time the cards were brandished, everyone had sort of calmed down a bit and and kind of, I think, were at a point where they were like... The referees demanded the respect of the players. And the players are standing there, red card for... I can't remember who it was who got the red card, but and then a yellow card for the goalkeeper who lashed out afterwards. Yep. And I'm like, that's a very difficult situation that you completely managed well. So, I liked... The refereeing, and I like that we talk about refereeing. Yep. The other thing we, I really... And, and we think they got the right result as well. Red yes, ca- Red totally. card for the behind the scene, yellow card for the goalkeeper. Yep. He probably could have... And it calmed the game down. Could have been yep. sent off, but, you know, in comparison, the yellow card was probably fair. Yep. Good. So often we see those turn into flashpoints as well. Yep. Um, I also really liked going to Green Gully for the first time. Yeah, great. First yeah. time I've been there. Um, yep. For those of you who don't know... Great facility. Those of you who haven't attended games of football with me, which is probably many, um, <laughs> I, we, we came up with this drinking game a well, couple of years and, ago. And if you want to attend a game with Will, hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. You know, we'll, um, we'll let you know where we're going. Always come, say, come say hello. Um, we got this drinking game that we coined in the A-League a couple of years ago where when it was boring A-League games, um, you would, you, if you saw a plane, you'd have to call it out and drink. Yeah. And that was really good for your Sunday afternoon, yep, 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 Adelaide yep, yep. United versus Wellington Phoenix board draw, where there's nothing happening on the pitch, so you look to the skies. Um, and I've got to say, Green Gully, being right near Melbourne Airport, Many, excellent for that game. A plane every three minutes. There was a point where a plane was coming in. And you can and, see another one. No, there was a plane. Yeah. And I watched the plane, and then I turned my attention to an indirect free kick. Yeah. And oh. I just went, this is my life sorted. <laughs> like, this is everything I wanted to And then to after that indirect free kick, there was probably a plane about 30 seconds after that. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't driving on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was. Anyway, yes. Next segment. Wheel, Wheel of Misfortune. Right. I didn't know we were going to do that together. So Neither I stopped. Did I. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. So, new segment last week, of course. Wheel of Misfortune. We generated oh we didn't generate we downloaded the random generator app and we unleashed it to half effect on bentley yeah what are we going to do this week we're going to bust it out again aren't we yes good fun last week um so what are we going to do this week um i think we're going to well, so we're going to we're going to have a look at well what was it last week we we, pre- we predicted a loss a, a loss for a top 6 10 yes so and we got a draw which is very close yep. this week i think 
there's a lot of good fixtures this week that we'll get into in the preview bit, but I want it to I want it to pick match of the round. I want the random picker app to have a look at all the fixtures we've got upcoming and for yep. it to turn around to us and say, hey, this is the one that is most likely to be the best game. See, uh, okay, uh, I don't mind that. That's good, right? But what if we put, because it is the wheel of misfortune, right? So what if we put a bit of a misfortunate spin on it? Mm, so rather than lemony snicket kind of yeah. So rather so rather than being the best game, what's going to be ah uh, the, the worst yeah, game? Okay. And what would be the worst result? Easily a boring nil niler. You reckon? Like because you can have a good yep. nil niler where there's lots yep. of chances oh, yep, no one yep, scores. Yep, yep, I'm talking. Yep, 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 I'm yep. talking like the highlights package struggles to get three minutes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, yeah. You know when that the highlight of, is yeah. like of someone. Having a shot from halfway that's yeah that blocked. goes out for a throw in <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, great, okay all right okay all right so, so where whoever whichever fixture it lands on is going to be a absolute dour nil niller okay cool well see this works well because we did preload it with all the fixtures but we put a negative spin but it should still work I mean I don't think a wheel has got a negative and a positive spin on it mate it's well, maybe it does maybe it does maybe it spins <laughs> clock physics maybe it spins clockwise and counterclockwise if you want positivity or negativity. I'm not even going to start to unravel the concept that you think clockwise and counterclockwise have got positives and negatives, but sure. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> just, right, we, let's just go on we're with unleash this. It? All right, here we go. I'm tapping away, and oh, we're spinning. We're spinning. Here we go. You. Oh, shit. Oh, oh South Melbourne versus Green Gully. Boring nil old drawer, reckons. Damn it, because I kind of wanted to go to this game. Well, you could still go, and then you could... <laughs> go to a boring nil-nil. Well, this, this, Sunday afternoon. The only scientific evidence that's pointing to a boring nil-nil is literally <laughs> a random app. So it's not like, ah, great. Yeah, it's so hard to put a... Well, hard to put a line through it. But there we go. Wheel or misfortune. If you're looking for a game to go to, apparently South Melbourne versus Green Gully, just so you're aware... Not going to be a cracker. Boring nil all draw. But the onus is now on South Melbourne and Green Gully players. To prove if, the app wrong. Yeah, if I don't see a bicycle kick goal oh. on this one after this prediction, then I'm going to maybe, be very angry. Well, maybe we should hit him up on Twitter and say, hey, guys, just so you know, but our random generator <laughs> app has picked this yeah, to be a... We've uh, looked into the future has and picked, it's not has bright. Picked, has picked this to be grim. Uh, it's up to you to make it exciting. It is. It's also up to us to make this podcast exciting, yes. and um, at, at times I think we struggle with that. But you know, <laughs> this bit we this bit we sort of um, this is the bit I'm excited about because this is the bit where we call our shout outs. Yes, you shout know, outs always. We're good. on a journey here. We're learning about the NPL Victoria and semi professional football, and we're loving it so far to the point where what the hell is the A League? I don't even care yeah. anymore. Yeah, shout um, outs. Good things we saw. Yeah, exactly. So, Let's Branson, go. kick us off. Uh, Avondale still yet to trial this season. Shout out to them. Yep. Well done. Great. Six games. Still at no stage have they been behind in any game. So mm-hmm. use that stat last week and it just keeps getting more and more impressive. Yep, it does. Next one. Next one. Uh, Valentini UL. He has signed he for has. an A-League club. He has. Western United. So the Bentley Greens player has indeed signed on with... He's playing this season though, isn't he? He's signed I, with Bentley I believe, Greens. I believe so. He played on the weekend, which was, I believe, after he signed. I think mm. he signed and then played. Mm. So I don't know exactly. Obviously, the A-League doesn't start up till October. So I imagine... Are Western United in this season... In the ne- in the next Jesus, upcoming that season, is creeping up. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They're cool. starting to reel off some signings. So. That's really good because that's one thing that we wanted to get involved in. Stone professional football more about is seeing. We want to see that pathway for 
State Correct. League players to and go to is, the A-League. Is, we don't want recycled players in the A-League just being gifted around. So and this, this is, is the a, best thing yeah. about A-League expansion, you know, opportunities for young players, mm-hmm. uh, in particularly from the NPL, uh, to have a chance to, to grow. Yeah. So big shout-out to him. Hopefully he does. Yep. Hopefully he does well. Yeah. Again, it's all about bravery and... I will not do another saying. Nah. You're looking at me. <laughs> I just, I just, no, I just never know where you're going to go. Um, <laughs> my last shout out, uh, bit of a negative one, bit of a weird one. So there was a referee, right? We love referees. I mean, it, evidently not because you just said it's a negative one. No, but so the referee uh, decided to wear a purple top during a game that included Oakley, who were also wearing a very bluey purplish top mm. of their own and i was sort of looking at that and going um what is this we... you wanting us to do a fashion segment of the podcast no because no I, but like, like the referees i'll do it the, well the referees turn up to games with multiple colored kits mm. so if he brought if well, unless the two that he brought were so it was oakley heidelberg so if he brought purple and fluoro yellow to that game which is the close to the two colors that both teams wear you look at there you go that's not great yeah, I mean, it's a, a difficult show. one. Yeah, I, was, I was watching that one on the mm. broadcast and going, that's a bit of a peculiar choice from the referee. Yeah, I really wish I had an opinion on this, but I genuinely have no opinion on this. No, I just thought it was weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Your shout, have your, opinion. your shout out? My shout out was uh, to Tony at Green Gully, who mm-hmm. was um, an excellent host to us on Saturday. Yep. You know, she has helped us... Um, get our hands on a Green Gully kit for this week's podcast. Absolutely. Had a good, you know, half-hour chat with her about the club, about what we do, what we like about football. And, she you know, showed us around. Showed us around, you know, got to see the club rooms. They have an honours board. I love honours boards. More honours boards in every part of the world. I just want to work, walk into a coffee shop and see an honours board of people who have, you know, had like 10 coffees a day and have quite suitably gone to hospital. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pro, pro honours boards. Um, You know, she's put together a match day program there as well. Yeah. Love a match day program. Excellent. Get them back. If you're a club, get a match day program. I love those things. Um, you... so, shout out, so shout out to her and shout out to Green Gully. Yeah, absolutely Excellent. shout out to them. Um, great club there. We'll look forward to going back throughout the season. Hopefully soon, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think it would be a good one on a really bad weather day. Oh. Like it'll be like horizontal rain. And we can watch planes. It'll be good. We can. Oh, one of my favourites. And that's the end of my favourite part of the podcast because it has many of my favourite segments. Yeah. All of this is my favourite. Yeah. So uh, join us for part three where we'll take a preview of this week's upcoming fixtures. And welcome back to part three, the preview show of the Semi-Pro Potty. Branson, let's go through it. What have we got on? Well, to get us started mate we have another full-on fun foursome of football on friday fantastic great and oh. keep with the f themes yeah that's another great. another four p four p four p well, it's a triple header what, what do you call a four header double header a triple header. header a quad header okay quad header yeah good it sounds weird it does yeah, there's four like games it. there's four games on I mean, friday night we do control this podcast we can actually restart this bit but um, we, i feel nah. like we've come too far no that's right <laughs> it shows the evolution yeah so four games mm. on friday night so we got pasco vale against kingston city bentley versus oakley 
Dandy City versus the Dandy Thunder. Ooh! The first ever top flight Dandy Derby. I like that There'll a lot. A bit of spice in that one, you'd reckon. Mm. And then. Probably goals as well, if I'm honest with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> probably red cards as well. Yeah. And then Port Melbourne versus Hume City, all happening on the Friday. Mm, that is a tasty set of fixtures there. I. So, I've got my mum and dad in town, so I could probably rope them into driving me back to Dandenong City because I could definitely go one of those roast yeah. <laughs> I reckon that's a that's Get a bolter for the best Friday night could, fixture yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. And there's probably a good reason why the yeah. random picker app did not pick that one to be a boring nil or Yes, true. It's highly, goal city. highly unlikely. Yes. Goals and events. Yes. Anyway, um, Saturday. So Saturday, we've got Avondale versus Melbourne Knights, which is just weirdly spicy at the moment because Melbourne Knights put out a press release like I'm not impressed they put out a bit of comms a statement a statement that was they were like urging so apparently there was an incident in the under 20s or under 18s one of the one of the junior games um I can't find any details on it so you know we'll find out in due course I'm sure but they're essentially pushing a boycott on this fixture where they're saying Melbourne Knights fans don't go to the Avondale game. We're going to host like a viewing party of it. Yeah, which, live stream at the club rooms on the big screen. But there's kind of a bit of me that loves that. Like, I, yeah. I love that because we've now got MPL broadcast, we can now, like, I was talking, yeah, we yeah. were talking ages ago about what if we got the Santa Fe potty into a pub yeah, and we said, yeah. hey, anyone who wants to come watch an entire afternoon of football, yeah. come to like, you know, the Birmingham. Yes, yeah. the Birmingham. I'm going to reach out to the Birmingham on Johnson Street, Johnson yeah. Smith. Um, and we can go and sit there and watch football on yep. multiple screens. It'd be great. Um, yep. So it's a weird one. Don't That'd be really interesting, yeah. But also, just from a purely what? the teams playing, it's going to be a table, cracking game. Top of the table matchup. Yeah. First for the second. Um, Avondale haven't lost. Yep. Melbourne Knights have only, haven't trailed. Yes, haven't trailed, haven't lost. Melbourne Knights yeah. have only lost one game. That's going to be that's gonna be huge. Yeah, so I have no idea what's going on off the park, but on the park, that will be a cracker. Um, so, And whilst Melbourne Knights fans are uh, apparently... Whilst the Knights are saying to their fans that they shouldn't go, I would, I'd, say, I'd recommend general fans to come on down. Yeah. I mean, going to be an absolute... What's the weather like on Saturday, do we know? Absolutely no idea. Yeah, okay. Did not, well, look, did not look into that. Who cares? Rain, hail, sun or shine, it will be brilliant. Yeah. And, sun and, or shine, they're kind of the same And thing. we'll be there as well. So, top of the table clash, huge game, mm-hmm. worth getting along to. If you're going, hit us up, we'll be there. Yep. Great to meet some people. What's the other game on Saturday? Heidelberg versus Altona Magic. Uh, two clubs sort of around the same area. Yeah, well, they mean sort of uh, flipping back and forth with top six, you know. Yep. So, Heidelberg... Disappointing loss last weekend. Looking to bounce back, Altona. And then Heidelberg this year. Looking good, but... Well, what's your favourite word? Get outable? Get outable. They are get outable. They are at the moment. So the magic... Get out of... Magic could could do something. Who knows? Um, Now, Sunday is an interesting one because I'm not a massive fan of Sunday afternoon fixtures. Yep. Well, who's playing? Well, it's South Melbourne versus Green Gully. And we tipped this to be a nil-nil board draw. Yeah, apparently... Sunday afternoon at the Lakeside Arena. Lakeside Stadium Arena? I think, I think it's Stadium, stadium yeah. yeah. Lakeside Stadium. Sorry, mm-hmm. everyone. Um, again, at us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, look, I'd love to go there, but now I'm a little bit hesitant. <laughs> I mean, if if I go to three days worth of football on the weekend, I think my parents will probably disown me. That's so. pretty bananas. Yeah, that is ah, bananas. do it, mate. Take them all. Yeah, Take it'll be great. Um, so, look. Match of the round. Match of the round. Oh, that's a. It's got to be Avondale Melbourne Knights, but 
Also, Dandy City, Dandy Thunder, because that will just be a goal fest, I feel. Tough to pick. I'm with you. I don't think any match other than a top two clash could ever not be Mm. match of the round, to to be fair. I don't... don't Avondale Melbourne Knights has to be match of the round, but Mm. Dandy City, Dandy Thunder, that'll be super exciting. And then on their interesting scale, Bentley versus Oakley. Yeah. Bentley, you know, draw on the weekend. Oakley first win. Everyone was big things expected from Oakley. Just feel like could it's going to be Could this Bentley. be the start? I mean, I, I think so as well. You'd think Bentley would win based on the season as a whole, but maybe mm. not. I don't know. Maybe Oakley, they've got a chance. Yeah, so, they do. I mean, look, everyone has a chance. Absolutely. Um, you know, just got to take those chances. Yep. Also, another fixture this weekend, Southern United taking on Calder. On Saturday. Oh, lovely. Really Hopefully nice. they get a win. I'm going to drag mum and dad to that one. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not a win. Maybe just some goals. Let's get some goals. Yep, start with that. Yep, yeah. multiple goals in yep. the same game. Yeah, Let's love it. That. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure. Episode 7 of the Semi-Pro Potty. Follow us on Instagram. Up. Yep, wrapped up, done. It's not even Christmas yet. Um, Semi-Pro Potty on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know what games you're going to. I really have to sit down and think about what games I'm going to. Well, we're definitely, four or five. We're definitely going to the Avondale uh, Melbourne Knights game. We definitely so if you're going are. to that, hit us up. Come say hello. Have a chat. Lovely. Keep being semi-professional. And thank you for listening to Episode 7 of the Semi-Pro Potty. Semi-Pro Potty.